0: So welcome back to another episode of Integrative Wellness Radio. So we have a new co-host today. Shout out. It's me. (laughs) It's me. I'm Grace and I'm the functional medicine
1: nutritionist here at Integrative Wellness Group.
0: Yeah. So we work side by side. We've been working side by side for how long now? Almost three years. Oh my God. (laughs) Where did the time go? Um, So I'm pretty excited because she shares my passion, as Dr. Nick says, for biochemistry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we love, we actually look at blood work on the weekends we because do. we're such dorks. We do. We text about it. <laughs> but uh, but you know, we've been we've been talking a lot about the healing journey. And for those of you that are brand new to this world and, you know, maybe haven't embarked on your healing journey, it's probably because there's some fear or apprehension around it or fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that have embarked on it, you know that there were roadblocks and there were obstacles and there were things that potentially caused you to plateau or even give up. And with that being said, is the major topic that we want to get into today is that just as much as you need to figure out the root cause and be able to balance your physiology and your biochemistry... It's equally as important to understand that this is an evolution in your thinking, in your mindset, in your growth and development as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think
1: we've seen that, of course, over the years and it's evolved. So in the beginning, it seemed from a 10,000 foot view for, to be for someone who is hitting rock bottom, right? That was kind of our patient 0. Mm-hmm. And now with the way IWG has evolved and the way that we've been working to evolve how healthcare is being done, we are able to treat patients who just want to feel even better mm-hmm. and people who have hit rock bottom or people who think they're not at rock bottom and we know that they are mm-hmm. and and they can be in Australia or Paris or Canada or right here in Jersey and the thing is though is that I think a lot of times what we're seeing more and more of is that people are enamored with what we do and how much testing we can make available to them Mm -hmm. and how invested we are in their health. Mm -hmm. And you can become very falsely enamored by that and get caught up without putting in the work.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that most of us are coming from a model of don't fix it until it's broke. Right. And the idea that we have symptoms, and a lot of these symptoms are mild, they come and go, they Mm -hmm. become our normal. And it does get to a point that we're uncomfortable enough that we want to do something about it. But... In addition to that is most individuals have sought out testing from say a routine physical Mm -hmm. or popping in with their primary care and you're getting the basic of the basic blood work Mm -hmm. and you're not getting anything more elaborate than that with the exception of maybe a urine analysis you're not getting more elaborate testing you're definitely not getting some of the testing that we do from dna testing to bioenergetic testing to neurological testing So when we're looking at all of the different avenues, we are presenting you with really what is going on? Mm -hmm. What are some of those foundational problems in your body that are causing maybe some of the subtle symptoms, but are causing the things that maybe have become your normal? Right. And this is definitely something that a lot of people want to know. And then some people are like, oh, my gosh, like I had no idea. But you're thinking about it all wrong when you're thinking about it as a negative. Right. Because I hear it, We hear it all the time. I don't want to know. I don't want to come and get that type of testing because I don't want to know what's wrong with me. Yep. But at the end of the day is most of us, unfortunately are operating out of a a, pla- a place of being disempowered. Right. And we're being disempowered by our government. We're disempowered by other people telling us what to do, injecting their values onto mm-hmm. our life. You know, we're constantly playing this comparison game, yeah, who we should be. Yeah, could be, coulda, woulda, shoulda. And what we're not realizing is that statement of, I don't want to know, is is just as much of disempowerment as everything else. Right,
1: right. And even not wanting to know to an extent. Like, oh, I've been I've been having these headaches, so I want to know what's going on with my neurological system. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, I've been having this flutter in my chest, so I only need to know what's going on with my cardiovascular system. Mm-hmm. Or even, oh, I have such terrible acne on my back, so I need to test my house. Mm-hmm. Like, things like that are also ways that I think limiting beliefs are being pushed upon people into... But since
0: we were literally like born. (laughs) Yeah,
1: seriously. Because if you, you, okay, you fit into this box, you fit into this box and you fit into this box and there's no way to connect them or Mm -hmm. to allow for them to be layered on top of each other.
0: A hundred percent. And that's really the foundation of everything that we do at Integrative Wellness Group is we call ourselves integrative for a very specific reason because... First of all, we're not afraid to ask questions about mm-hmm. your mental, emotional mm-hmm. state. And you know we had to get out of our own comfort zone with asking those questions because they were just as important as taking a health history. Right. It was just as important as understanding the, the different surgeries you've had or the different illnesses that you've had or the different infections you've had that is just as important right as most of the time when we're asking better questions and we're we're getting out of the comfort zone we're realizing that most of the symptoms all started around the time that they lost a loved one mm-hmm. or they lost their job or they mm-hmm. got a divorce so you know the point is is that we can't We can't segregate out the systems, and we can't say, oh, well, you know, you have a kidney issue, go to your nephrologist. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, you have a bladder issue, go to the urologist, which is actually insane to think that the kidneys and the bladder are separate. Different people. Yeah. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, that's fine. Uh, But the same thing is, you know, we're we're dealing. I, I give this example all the time in my webinars is you know, you're dealing with a gastrointestinal issue going to your gastroenterologist, but then you're also dealing with a low-grade depression going to your psychiatrist or psychologist, and 90 to 95% of your serotonin, which is your feel-good hormone, is made in In your gut. gut. Yeah. It's,
1: yeah. And the same thing can be said about having had a health history submitted. And every time I get one, I'm like, this is great. Thanks for submitting it. We're definitely going to go through it. But I want you to tell me everything all over again. And that way I can piece together a timeline Mm -hmm. because more often than not, something's going to get forgotten that wasn't submitted. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be a vital piece of information that I still may not even be able to ask five different questions about during an intake in order to have for um, data purposes and compilations. So I think we're detectives. We are. <laughs> and it's like asking question, better questions in almost different languages at this point in order to get different uh, answers from people and the way that they want to disclose or that they feel comfortable disclosing or the way that something they didn't realize they had to disclose, oh, 100%. which I think is what happens more often than not.
0: Well, and, you know, one of the things that I taught you as you you joined the team was that you have to ask the same question in, you know, three to five different yeah, ways. absolutely. And you'll have, you know, no, no, no. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Whether it's emotional, whether it's about a trauma, whether it's about an organ, it just it always comes up in that we have to be very detailed in the way that we're asking questions for the very specific reasons.
0: Well, it's just as simple as when people say, oh, I eat super healthy. Right. And I'm like, well, what's your definition of healthy? Because mm-hmm. my definition of healthy and your definition might look really different. Right. There's some people that say I avoid fast food. That's why I classify myself as a healthy eater. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people that are like, I'm a raw vegan. Right. And that's what I classify as healthy. So it, it's all... In, you know, in the context, you have to be able to ask those better questions. And, you know, something that I teach in the Growth Institute when I'm working with practitioners is that you should already know what's going on with the patient by their consultation. Mm-hmm. And your testing should just confirm or deny your hypothesis. Right. Because that is how good you should get at asking questions. And and it's also, this is not happening it's not happening and what's so sad is that people are struggling Mm -hmm. and people are feeling these bizarre symptoms Mm -hmm. they're feeling weird tingling and uh like brain zaps and I don't know what are some of the weird ones you hear uh phantom vibration in their legs yep
1: electric armpits yeah um I've heard swooshing, whooshing and whirring in the ears yep which yep. is hard for like people brain to swooshing exactly um, flushes like like niacin flushes mm-hmm. but unrelated mm-hmm. obviously um, I've gotten stabbing in the head like an ice pick mm-hmm. uh, which is- I
0: had that with after the person ran up a flight of stairs. Oh. Yeah. So, oh, fainting during ovulation. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was me in the past.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, just st- stuff that I don't think going to a specialist, unfortunately, with like what you were saying, the way that we've sort of pinholed our our healthcare system would be able to relate to. Anything other than a hormone imbalance. Well,
0: those people are getting told you should go on an- antidepressants. Right. Because, you know, maybe you're losing it a little bit. Right. And and that's what's so sad because there are so many things that right. are working against us in this day and age. You know, I'm talking to a patient today that turns out he has cyanide poisoning. Mm-hmm. You know, how, mm-hmm. when did cyanide poisoning become a, a routine thing to look for? Right. But the reason I looked for it was because I knew what his profession was mm-hmm. before he got sick. Mm-hmm. And it was primarily working um, on with firearms. Right. You know, he was a firearm instructor. So there's just so many interesting things to be said. But, you know, one of the main things that I want to circle back to is yes, all of this testing is so necessary to give you that peace of mind and to empower you to be proactive so that you're not just succumbing to a disease or Mm -hmm. succumbing to a more serious diagnosis later down the line. But I know that the other obstacle for people when it comes to embarking on their health journey is that, oh yeah, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a lot of work. And like, I don't have time. And, you know, I can't afford the the healthy food. And, you know, it's just not going to fit my lifestyle. Right. Like in and, and however way they phrase it, it's not going to fit their lifestyle.
1: Right.
0: And really, at the end of the day, it's like, what do you have if you don't have your, your health? health? And you know, and that's easy for me to say because it's one of my primary values. And I know that a lot of people kind of don't mind feeling like shit. Right. But for the people that do want to get better and they do want to see things differently and they are sick and tired of feeling sad and anxious and they're sick and tired of the headaches and sick and tired of the fainting with their period Mm -hmm. and they're sick and tired of being told, well, maybe you're just depressed. It's just understanding that as you embark on this health journey, that you have to be committed to not just... You know, doing what you need to do to further your health, but understanding that you need to get comfortable with the idea of getting uncomfortable. Right, right. Because everything that you need and everything that you want is outside of your comfort zone. And you will fight like hell to stay (laughs) in your comfort zone, which are all of the lovely sabotaging behaviors that we see on a daily basis. (laughs) And listen, we love you. And we, we know that that happens and we've been there. Mm-hmm. We've dealt with it, but we are a hundred percent committed to troubleshooting and getting people to where they need to be. And that's even one of the reasons why Dr. Nick does the human behavior work right. because we know that there are going to be those obstacles as to where your mindset is around that healing process. Mm-hmm. And we were never taught to be empowered. Mm-hmm. We were taught to Follow, listen to orders. You know, that's the primary way the school systems are even set up. You right. know, raise your hand, ask, to go to the bathroom, do this, listen to your teacher, you know, and then it just translates over into the workforce. Mm-hmm. And we are not thinking for ourselves. And this really pandemic has really showcased that to its maximum capacity because now, you know, we have a, a series of endorsements telling us, you know, what to do with our health. Right. You know, how should we handle this scary virus right and no one's talking about the real fucking problem right. you know get your vaccine and get a donut right like like the shit is insane yeah. like you can't even make it up and
1: let us tell you how to breathe
0: as well yeah <laughs> it, it's just it, it's so crazy because at the foundation of it all is Why are we not talking about the reasons why people have a poor immune system, which is driven by half of the companies that are endorsing, you know, these different therapies Mm -hmm. for this virus? Mm -hmm. And, you know, oh, you know go to Walgreens and get your drugs and eat your Mm -hmm. McDonald's and get your Mm -hmm. Krispy Kreme and so on and so forth. And like through the pandemic, what those are the main restaurants open fast food. Of course. And, but if we really were focused on, on health, we would have been asking different questions and, there would have been a different focus absolutely and
1: i think that also on top of that there would have been a shift in uncovering and if doctors even felt empowered by this situation mm-hmm. and and leaned into it instead of got everyone got scared yeah and you know rightly so to a capacity but at the same time no one leaned in far enough to see that this pandemic showed us the epidemic of our population Mm -hmm. in that everyone is fat, sick, and tired. Mm -hmm. And those are are on the surface. Mm -hmm. What is underlying is what is triggering these comorbidities Mm -hmm. and these lifestyle-induced issues that are making you sicker and sicker and sicker and why maybe the virus like played on you or a loved one or your best friend because mm-hmm. there were underlying issues that nobody knew you know, i was just about to say quote unquote nobody knew about yeah. but at the same time how the hell did all your specialists and all your your doctors not uncover mm-hmm. an underlying cardiovascular
0: issue an but, underlying is the, lung issue what they always say is that What's the first sign of a heart attack? A heart attack. A heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when it comes down to it is, and this is a podcast that I've actually been meaning to do, is like the top medications that men are on. And the top medications that men are on are all technically anti-inflammatories. Yep. When it comes to, okay, we got to lower your cholesterol because of the systemic inflammation. We also need to lower your blood pressure because of the systemic inflammation. Like those two drugs ask 90% of the men in your life. They're all on them if they are above the age of 45 to 50.
1: Yeah. But we also have to make sure that their penises work. So that's for blood flow and anti-inflammation.
0: Well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know that's the whole thing is like we have drugs for erectile dysfunction. Right. But all that is, is an underlying cardiovascular, cardiovascular issue. Yeah, exactly. Um. So that will be another podcast, people. <laughs> so many, many more to come. Uh. But, you know, Again, the point is, is that you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And if you're just getting your routine physical, which is unbelievably basic blood work, then there's nothing being uncovered. Yeah. And, you know, I was actually mentoring a another functional medicine practitioner recently and... Uh, she had a positive ANA, which is an autoimmune marker. And it could mean lupus. It could mean Sjogren's. Sjogren's, Mm -hmm. It could mean um, dermatomyositis. Mm -hmm. It it could mean a lot of things. So you really have to take it a step further. So I said to her, I was like, well, one of the most common things that I see when the ANA is positive, but it doesn't reflex to telling you lupus, scleroderma, Mm -hmm. myositis, so on and so forth. I was like, very often... If you run an autoimmune liver panel, that's where that marker is coming from. It's actually an autoimmune attack on the liver. And she was like, well, the liver enzymes are normal. I go, I don't care that mm-hmm. they're normal. <laughs> run the test yeah. and I will guarantee you that it's going to be positive. And fought me tooth and nail on it because she had more of a conventional training. And she's like, the book, the textbook says, no, If the if the liver enzymes mm-hmm. are normal, then everything's fine. And guess what? The test was positive. (laughs) And I'm just like, sometimes you have to critically think and sometimes you have to get outside the box. But this really goes for the patient as well, is that sometimes you have to critically think, sometimes you have to get outside of the box. Mm -hmm. And that means that there's not a supplement that's going to fix everything or a medication that's going to fix everything or a dietary change that's going to fix everything. Sometimes it's also knowing that you deserve to get better. Right. And knowing that this isn't just about you know the next two months of your life right. being this strict diet or this strict regimen, but what are the little things that you're going to adopt in the long term? Mm-hmm.
1: And that doesn't mean that our ideal patient is someone with a functional medicine background and someone who knows all about supplements and someone who's You know, anti big this or that. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is that a lot of times the patient who comes from a referral who's Mm -hmm. desperately seeking an alternative because they've been forgotten Mm -hmm. by their doctors and they've been misled and misdiagnosed and misunderstood. That patient who is so committed Mm -hmm. and so all in and so willing to do whatever it takes to give up those foods they love for a a condensed period of time Mm -hmm. and to make the drive and to make the commitment that patient is going to feel better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a multifaceted process. That's for sure. And, you know, it's really just a matter of, knowing what that process is for you, Mm -hmm. um, because it looks different for every single person. And, you know, obviously some of you listening have had the experience that, you know, you read about something that you felt was a good fit and maybe it was the keto diet and you did it and it was life changing for you. Mm -hmm. And then there's a lot of other people that have embarked on, you know, the keto diet or some dietary change and they're like, this did nothing for me or it helped for two weeks and then I plateaued. And again, you can see really remarkable results when you actually are knowing what you need right. and what your body is really craving. Right. So that's really the beauty of of the testing and not guessing. Right. And really, really getting specific mm-hmm. is how can you really feel the best right. and, you know, and biohack yourself. I know that's like the new fancy term is biohacking. And, you know, we love people that want to biohack, but I always laugh when I get introduced to these like new techniques and technologies with the biohacking stuff. And I'm like, you do know that you can just like do these like three really simple things and like radically transform your brain and your energy. And you actually don't need to like pay for these crazy expensive infusions and so on and so forth. But if you want to do you, you do you.
1: <laughs> it can be uncomplicated. And I think that's the other important factor to drive home is that just because you're getting these incredibly detailed DNA-based tests back, mm-hmm. we are here to be used as resources to uncomplicate the process. Yeah. Because we've been through it ourselves. We've put the people we love through it. Yeah. You know, we've we've worked and worked and worked to fine-tune
0: um like you said, a multifaceted process for results. A hundred percent. Yeah. No, okay. we, we definitely we do things with strategy right. every step of the way. And we always say it's not about what you do, but how you do it. And we've seen what has worked and we mm-hmm. see what hasn't worked. And that is what created and cultivated the the process of how we work with patients now. But, you know, the the biggest thing that we invite you to do as you embark on your, you know, functional and integrative medicine journey is just be open be mm-hmm. open minded and really be open to information and soak it in and do your research and figure out you know what makes sense and what doesn't but knowing that this is just as much uh, as a mental emotional you know development as it is a personal health development mm-hmm. because the way that you look at things and you look at the world really shifts when you go through the process yeah. and it shifts because You know, you just realize there's you've been disempowered for so long and it's because of these these phrases of don't fix it until it's broke and so on and so forth. And when you realize that you can be in the driver's seat and you can be empowered and you could be proactive Mm -hmm. That is like people are just like, man, like how can I apply this to other parts of my life? Right. Right.
1: And I think that's why the allowing for the mental and emotional work that Dr. Nick does with patients and integrating that more routinely into programs has made such a huge difference. Mm -hmm. And then. It's so amazing to see patients talking about it in the office, too, mm-hmm. just to each other. And then you're like, oh, maybe then I'm getting questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, I read this book in the office because something else we did in 2021 was that we created Thinking Time. Yes. <laughs> and I just want to mention this quickly because it was a very collaborative effort with all staff and and we are moving it, or I should say inching closer and closer to inviting patients to let go of their technologies while they're in the office while they're in our detox spot while they're being treated by our technologies Mm -hmm. and the way that we've gone about this is by introducing what we call thinking time Mm -hmm. and we oh it's so scary (laughs) oh so uncomfortable first you see people and they're like what am i gonna do yeah how do I talk to them? What am I going to do? And then by the time people are leaving, they're like, will you be here same time next week? Yeah. And it's like we've, we're... I, I, Reigniting well, I, social oh interaction. My God. <laughs> we're, we're literally reintroducing people to actual social interaction yeah and it's sh- it's kind of terrifying the fact that that we we're ha- so disconnected we're so disconnected and I mean you're in a detox foot bath and you're on your phone mm-hmm. and you're reading news and you're getting riled up or
0: you're mm. or you're talking to someone who pisses you off and or you're just playing the comparison game or like and I just love yeah, social scoring. media because it's so much bullshit it's so funny so funny side story is when I was living in California I remember just being like I can't wait to go home I miss all my friends they're having so much fun without me they're making so (laughs) many memories and I'm missing out I'm missing out I'm missing out and like that was my mindset Mm -hmm. and I got home and I couldn't wait to hang out with everybody Mm -hmm. and I was like oh my gosh like I like everyone is just like such good friends making all these great memories and then I I meet up with um my one girlfriend and she's like oh she's such a bitch or oh my god she's so annoying she pissed me off last week and I'm just laughing I'm like oh my gosh I'm like I'm literally sitting across the country thinking that you guys are this like living this heart, like living yeah. your best lives this yeah. harmonious group of friends that are like braiding each other's hair right. and making the best <laughs> Supporting memories each
1: other's women yeah
0: and then you're just like <laughs> taking really good pictures right. and actually Dishing can't stand each <laughs> yeah. back. and I was like oh gosh really you just can't believe everything no. you see online No.
1: And I worked with someone once who dubbed it perfectly and I've stolen it time and time again. And she called it compare and despair. Yeah. Because you go down this rabbit hole of scrolling for hours and hours and hours about, oh, if if I could only have that, if I could only go there, if I could only lose X amount of weight, if I could only have money to buy that, like things like that. And it's a vicious cycle that takes away that human interaction that and at the end of the day that's what we're craving connection
0: right you know I remember just the first time that I started getting acquainted with this idea of thinking time and it was just so uncomfortable like you're just I I would do it in my sauna so I would like lock myself in the sauna throw my phone out you know no laptop no nothing and I'm just like almost like looking around tapping my fingers like yeah and Then when I finally started getting more acclimated to it after my stress hormones calmed down, Mm -hmm. then I was like, wow, these are times where I can actually think clearly Mm -hmm. and I can think clearly about decisions that I would normally be impulsive about and I can actually think about, you know, is that a good decision? Is that a bad decision? Or I can get creative Mm -hmm. and start to tap into things that I don't even normally have the opportunity to and you know so many people are running around with their heads cut off in this chaotic world and this chaotic life and they just constantly feel like oh my god i got to do this oh my god i do that and like yeah. getting pulled in a million directions they they're they feel like they're aging their hair is turning right, gray right. you know and then they are you know want to go and get different things to make themselves feel younger and more beautiful Look but at the end of the day it's like you You were running around in a chaotic environment because you've never taken the time to think clearly enough of how to decrease the chaos. Right. Because your chaos is your own decision. And I say that with love because my chaos for 10 years was, I would have punched you in the face if you said it to me then, but it was my decision. Mm -hmm. It was my decision because I chose not to take a break and not to think, not get good sleep, to not exercise, to do all the things that I tell other people to do, I wasn't doing. Right. And, you know, and was I constantly, I was taking 45 supplements, smoothie, juice, this and that. I still felt like shit. I still mm-hmm. didn't lose weight. Mm-hmm. I still wasn't attaining yeah, you the were goals. Fried. I was fried, completely fried. And was I enjoying
1: my life? No. No. And no. No. And that's something else that I think is coming more to the forefront now. And maybe it was the past year that allowed it to come to this space just because so many people in you know like a city atmosphere or a commuter atmosphere had to work from home Mm -hmm. and talk about like forcing I mean you can still make that very chaotic but that's a big change and so I think what's coming out more and more now in this self care realm is that you what is it that's saying it's like you don't have to be hustling to be uh, productive productive thank you so like you don't (laughs) she just like mic dropped (laughs) (laughs) I forget what like the actual eloquent saying is, but it's just no, something... it's the polar opposite of that. No, it's yeah. And it, it's t- it takes away at the end of the day and you can't to the point where like you can't remember what you did that day. Yep. And I'll talk to people who can't remember what they ate for breakfast, can't remember if they took their supplements, yeah. can't remember if they talked to their spouse. If those
0: people think they're getting ahead and it, it it's. You're almost so in it that you can't see it until you're getting to that ultimate burnout that you're like, oh my gosh, I've been running like this and quote unquote hustling. Right. And I haven't actually even made it one more inch forward. No,
1: you've probably taken 10 inches off Yeah, at that point because you're torn down and you're tearing yourself down because what are you doing on your commute then? What are you doing on your lunch break? What are you doing before you fall asleep? You're scrolling and you're still comparing yourself even though you're killing yourself and burning yourself out and frying your brain.
0: And I want to I wanna actually piggyback off of what you're saying because the the rat race that everybody was in before the pandemic and you know the stay-at-home order is that everybody was living that like rat race and you know it's I think a lot of people can say oh yeah I was definitely pumping out stress hormones because I was go 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 and what people don't realize is that now you're sitting home and thinking well I don't do that anymore I'm not in that go 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 life but the stress hormones are being released when you're watching the fear-based media and you're scrolling on the social media, playing the compare and despair game. And you're just getting filled up with so much negativity that you're pumping out just as much stress hormones as you were.
1: Yeah. You're just, you're sedentary now. Yeah. So it's really, I would argue that it's worse
0: it's worse because there's no escape like when you were on the subway right, let's say exactly. and you're you got no internet connection yeah. then you had your maybe 10 15 maybe 45 minute break from your phone right now when you're home you're just constantly connected yep the, the best though was when the
1: subway would stop on a platform and you'd have wi-fi for like a minute and a half and you'd watch people like oh thank god <laughs> It made me want to like throw my phone down the platform because but you fall into the trap and it makes I think people now especially are like craving the city again and even things are or that hustle or that commute or that rat race and and everything I'm seeing obviously because I you still fall into this all the time Mm -hmm. is that like everyone who left just wants to come back like Mm. everyone who left is really missing it now
0: and so it's like that's because of the podcast we did yesterday which is (laughs) are you addicted to your stress hormones oh Oh, yeah girl (laughs) so for those of you that are listening to this and that's the way you're feeling is listen to that because Oh, my goodness. When I saw this quote, and I don't even remember who it was from, are you addicted to your stress hormones? I almost like cried. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, yes, Mm -hmm. I am. Mm -hmm. And I have been for many years. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Right. Because what are you achieving? How are you furthering yourself if you're not stressed? That's what we've been taught to believe about success Mm -hmm. and about growth and about especially about your career.
0: Well, I think one of the best sayings I've ever heard is, like, slow down to speed up. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, you you have to hear it a few times before it really resonates, but... Um, there was a young kid who was quote unquote hustling in my, in my business program. And he was literally like 18 years old running an online business and just working around the clock, uh, had the stamina to do it. Um, he was asking our business coach a question and he answered it in a very interesting way. And he just said, okay, he's like, let's say, you know, you're taking a road trip and you are about to run out of gas. He's like, but you still have a solid 50 miles to go. Are you going to just like step on the gas and say like, let's just try to get there and I'm not going to stop for gas? Or are you going to stop for gas and guarantee that you get there? (sighs) And I was like. That's a really relevant example because so many of us are like it's completely illogical when you think about right. it. Let me step on the look, it doesn't matter if you go faster, you're right. going you're to going- run out of gas. <laughs> like end of story. It is going to happen. So we're trying to hustle and step on the gas in our lives and like it's inevitable that you are going to crash and burn and probably not actually reach the goal. No. But if you stop and you fill the gas tank, a.k.a. take care of yourself, mm-hmm. then you will get to your destination. Maybe it'll take a little longer, right. but you will get to the destination. Right. So that's really what I, what I want to end on here <laughs> <laughs> is fill up the damn gas tank, people.
1: <laughs> I love it. What are you doing to fill up your gas tank?
0: Well, as you know, my life has changed quite a bit in the past year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, I really owe that to scaling up Mm -hmm. um, because it's helped me transform the business Mm -hmm. and get out of a toxic relationship with the business. Um, But I had to take, I had to make a really bold move. And that bold move was highly outside of my comfort zone. And that was when I decided to cut my schedule as a clinician. And I knew that it's what I had to do to move the business forward and to also get time back so right. that i can think and strategize and fill my cup cuz i was so freaking burnt out yeah. that i i couldn't i couldn't even function for like 3 days mm-hmm. Like to this to the point that it was too much energy to speak, mm-hmm. and I didn't come into work, mm-hmm. and like that is not me. And it was a really scary moment, and I had to hit that ultimate low to make the change. And we do these podcasts so that you guys don't have to hit that yeah. ultimate low. Um, but at this point in time, it's what I love is that I don't feel like I have to actively fill my cup because I feel like day to day I'm doing things that actually fulfill my highest values right. and that is getting outside or doing a workout or eating a, a good meal mm-hmm. or having a quality conversation right. mm-hmm. and that's been really amazing that this isn't something that I have to give so much effort to right like I used to I've created a life and a schedule that it's now incorporated right And, like, I know this can sound silly because I'm really, like, I'm in my mid-30s, but I've been busting my ass for so many years that it's, like, I feel like with the amount of time that I've worked my butt off, it's, like, almost equivalent to being 50. Right. And I just realized in the past year, I'm like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Like, what is this Mm -hmm. life of just... Yeah, where does it end? ...doing everything for everyone else and just never even thinking about myself and having fun feel like a task. Right. Or not even knowing what is what fun is anymore. What is fun because you're
1: so exhausted.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, and then fun quote, I'm using air quotes because fun was go out to dinner and have a glass of wine, which wasn't really fun. It was like, I need this wine to numb my brain yeah. because my brain is on overdrive. Yeah. So it's like, that was also, I was like, this isn't good. Mm -hmm. Like, this is Mm -hmm. not good. Like, what the hell am I doing with my life? Right. And it seemed like such a huge thing to modify my schedule. But then the amount of time that I was able to give to other things Mm -hmm. and watch those grow. So nothing like fell between the cracks. There was no deficits. It was just, I reorganized my time to Fulfill other people and other things, which then actually allowed me to inch closer to the goals. Yeah, it allowed you to grow. Yeah, you had to pivot hard,
1: hard. Yeah, and it allowed you to grow and fulfill others, which fulfilled you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Actually, I think it's the opposite. I fulfilled myself, which allowed me to fulfill yeah other people. Well, you had to fill because that's the, cup. the that was the hardest part for me. Is like I want to give my all, and I know you've dealt with this. Yep. Is you we want to give our all to our patients, but if you, if your cup is half empty or yeah. completely empty, then we're feeling like it's a struggle to do that. Right. And that's our days at the end of the day that we feel the least satisfied and the least fulfilled. Right. Because we're like, well, I kind of just half asked that because yeah. I'm so burnt. Yeah. You can't show up. Yeah. you're not showing up for yourself and that's not allowing us to show up and moms you need to acknowledge that yeah because you do everything for everyone else yeah and you don't do anything for yourself and you think that that's the way that it should be and what you're not realizing is that you cannot give what you don't have right and you can try to twist that in any way you want mm. but I'm right <laughs> End of story. The end. The end. And we'll <laughs> see you on the next episode, guys. <laughs> All right. Any f- any closing words? I don't know if we can close on that one.
1: Oh, I think um, some closing thoughts would be the best way to move forward is to make a change today not tomorrow not next week not when you have time not when you feel better but today and one of and this sounds so easy but it's not if you work you know like what we've been talking about if you work as hard as we do it's not easy but i don't open my computer for the entire weekend mm-hmm. yeah i've broken two computers along mm-hmm. the way <laughs> In the past six months, but I don't open it on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And that has been a boundary, which mm-hmm. is a whole nother podcast yeah. series on boundaries, yeah. but that has been a boundary I've upheld and let stay in place. And I can look at blood work on my cell phone, but I don't. <laughs> own- <laughs> Oh, but so sick. I don't open my computer and it's allowed for me to go outside mm-hmm. to spend time to have quality conversations without being let me finish this let me get ahead on that let me just upload yeah. that and it's it was removing
0: like, distractions yeah it's
1: like a vicious cycle that we were stuck I was stuck in for a long time and it's subtle but it's it works so just do, yeah. do something make one change that you feel like is going to be too hard Mm-hmm. because in the end it'll just make it that much more worth it
0: yeah I 100% agree I deleted social media off my phone oh yes.
1: good one
0: I don't even miss it I like forget yeah
1: you're like oh thank god
0: so well <laughs> we hope you enjoyed guys if you are looking to learn a little bit more about integrative wellness group head over to our site hop on a strategy call it is totally free and you can learn a little bit more about this crazy wild testing that we do and how you can start being proactive and empowered in your health journey. All right, we'll see you next time. We thank you for being a listener and subscriber to Integrative Wellness Radio. If you're looking to learn more about Integrative Wellness Group, as well as Dr. Nick or Dr. Nicole, you can check out integrativewellnessgroup.com.